podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Middlesex County Cricket League podcast. My name is Dan Huff from Twickenham. Um, very pleased to be talking to you with the season just days away. 34 long weeks of shopping or not shopping, just staying at home and looking at whatever's on the goggly box are coming to an end um, and, and we'll soon be playing league cricket. So with that in mind, we're going to be talking about the forthcoming season. Um, and I'm really pleased to be able to do that with um, three cricketing aficionados. As usual, I'm joined by Sal Ali from North London. Hi, Sal. Good evening, Dan. How are you doing? I'm good. How about you? Yeah, not too bad. It's a bit wet at the moment, so I'm hoping this sort of goes by Saturday and we get some games played at the weekend. Yeah, I have decamped to my living room rather than a conservatory because the sound of the rain on the conservatory was too damn loud <laughs> to be able to do the pod, so that didn't bode well. But yeah, fingers crossed. Um, also joined by Matt Robinson from Actonians. Matt, how are you? Yeah, pretty good, thanks. Uh, Dan, yeah, good to be here. Good man. You retrieved your keys uh, after yesterday. I hear a little bird tells me they got lost when you were playing cricket. Yes. Somewhere in the outfield at uh, Harrow Town, or God knows where it's gone. But um, yeah, there was a mercy mission up there from uh, my partner's uh, mum to to drop the uh, spare key off. So yeah, it wasn't too much fun waiting in the car park there. But we, we managed to get home in the end. Did you win the game, Matt? Oh, that's the other thing. Yeah, we got a good trouncing nine wickets. Oh, no. <laughs> nine wicket wins. Ah, uh, lost. So yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't a day to remember. But yeah, such is life. The only way is up. That's the way, the uh, way, way to look up. at these things. Yeah, all yeah, good. Yeah, so on. And finally, from Acton, Sahil Care. Sahil, how are you? You good? Hi, Fabs. Nice to, nice to be back on. Um, yeah, uh, wintering well. Just keen to, keen to get going now, to be honest. It's been, Super. It's been long and, and cold and wet. Yeah, and depressing in many ways, it's isn't it? So it really indeed. is yeah. light at the end of the tunnel in all sorts of different ways. Um, so yeah, how have Acton done pre-season? I know you did, um, well, you gave someone a battering on the first day of the season, but so how have you, how have you done in, in the rest of your pre-season? We'll, we'll put that down to Twickenham being, being on the strength of the day, Dan. Um, very generous, I, very generous. Yeah, I think it's been all right. It's been a, it's been a bit of a challenging pre-season, if I'm honest. Uh, lots of, um, we've, we've, not, we've had a bit of a rotten run with injuries, but it's all coming together quite nicely as a as season approaches, as, as people slowly coming back uh, yeah, uh, you know, tough game against Shepherd's Bush after after Twickenham, um, but but good workout, and then had a really good win against um, Wickham House this Saturday. Who I, I think, as I'm sure we'll go on to discuss, will be will be there thereabouts in 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 Div Two. Super, good, good. How about you guys, Actonians? Robbo, have you have you had a good preseason? Yesterday aside, have the have the games been good games, good results? Yeah, we. Um... We sort of we haven't played on our main pitch this year because um, we just wanted to for football and rugby to maximise their season because they only got going about a month ago. So we've been travelling all around the, the countryside playing Sunday friendlies, but on Saturday we had a, um, uh, a we played Chiswick in our first, second, third, and fourth elevens, um, and yeah, first eleven had a great win, um, and the other three other three teams sort of. Yeah, the fours had a win. Oh, sorry, the threes had a win and the twos and fours had a loss. So, yeah, we've had had good numbers at training and um, we had a few new people come to the door. So, yeah, it's all it's all looking pretty positive. We're, we're looking forward to the season. Super. And I think the results, much as we all like to win, and win, wins are, you know, it's good for confidence and whatnot, but pre-season is about getting people back in the bowling, isn't it? Get, yeah, those absolutely. 
Yeah, yeah, the results are a bit irrelevant, really. You're just getting people out there and seeing what new people can do. And, um, you know, you, you always get your bowlers who want to be a batsman in pre-season and your bowlers who want to be a batsman uh, the other way around in pre-season. So, yeah, yeah. You, you, you always get give people the opportunity to have a bit of a go. So, yeah. um, Well, this winter at Twickenham, we had somebody called Deep Das Gupta come and join us. And I said... Uh, you're not that deep, Dask up to I. And he said, no, but he apparently once joined a club in South Wales when he was working over there, and they thought he was. And he said there were 200 people came up to see his first net. And uh, then they found <laughs> out it wasn't. And he's in our fours. So uh, he, he's not the same deep, Dask up to he's very He's a very funny guy. And he just said, yeah, they were a little disappointed. <laughs> and Sal, North London, um, how's your pre-season gone? Yeah, it's going well. I mean, obviously, we faced you guys last week, and you was a lot stronger than against Acton, and gave us a, a, quite a good beating in the end, but I think we compete well, for most of the game. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, uh, we I say it was competitive for three quarters on it. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, we, we take, you know, Donald's dropped early on. If we take him out of the game, it could be an interesting finish, but all credit to him is, you know, as a cast batsman, you can't drop players like Don when he's done, like, you know, five or six runs. And then, obviously, um, I think Ben, Ben Neil Green played very well. But yes, they had a very good win against Highgate. Uh, we had five games against their teams and we won four out of the five. So that was a, a good, good day for the boys. And yeah, the ones looking good yesterday, posted a big total and then Bold them out quite cheaply, so yeah, I think we're 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 in a good position, you know, ready for Saturday. You have five friendly sides out on the same day. Mm. That is impressive. impressive. We're playing Highgate, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess not far to go. No, well, I mean, well, not for the fourth and the fifth. So we had to go to, um, I think, Botany Bay and maybe Douglas Air oh. or Peter May. So yeah, no, great stuff, great stuff. Mm. Um, cool, right, well. A lot of cricket ahead of us, folks. The, as everyone knows, the, the, the championship is now very much a part of the Middlesex County Cricket League. Um, so we, we've got, um, you know, we've got a lot of divisions that we could potentially, potentially talk about here. Um, I, I don't think we've got any, any chance at all of talking about all of the divisions in the County League in any detail. In fact, just talking about the eight first 11 divisions is going to be next to, next to impossible. So um, we'll see what we can do. But uh, if any representatives are listening from clubs lower down, we'll, we, we'll try our best to, to, to cover those divisions. And we're certainly going to look at what's going on through the season, and, and particularly when we, we see interesting results and interesting performances. But do forgive us if, if, if we're not so expert, if we're indeed we're expert on anything, if we're not so expert on, on some of the lower divisions. But we're looking and we're keen to find out, uh, keen to find out more. I should also say it's Monday night here, and um, almost feel like, you know, Wednesday, transfer deadline day. It's not, of course, the same as transfer deadline day in the football, but it feels like the registration day is, is a big one. I know Paul Smith will be, be busy this week. Lots will be going on as clubs register players, and particularly the new clubs. Um, so it's not implausible that things could change in the next 48 hours um, in terms of who pops up. Um, and with that in mind, I mean, I'm trying to put all the caveats in now, guys, as to why the predictions we make are just going to be rubbish, right? I'm trying, trying to cover our backs before we even get going. But um, w- with all that in mind, we're going to sort of start off by talking about the Prem. I guess it's the division most of us will inevitably know, know most about. Um, but I'm going to start with you, Sal. You, you, you've followed the Prem in detail for, for a long time now. Um, two questions. Is the Prem going to be stronger or weaker than we've seen it in previous years? Or is it too, too tough to tell? And um, who are the sides to look out for? Where, where, where's your hunches at the moment? OK, so I definitely feel something stronger because we have players coming back, you know, the quality of Carlos Nunes from your, from your club, um, Joel Hughes, North Middlesex captain, um, Andy Laws plays for Ealing, Georgia there from Hampstead. You know, these guys had a season out for injury or other reasons and they're back for their club. So, you know, they'll definitely make their sides a lot stronger. And obviously with the full season this year, we're going to see some fantastic cricket being played, you know, in the time format and the overs format. And I think it's going to be quite a 
close call this year. I'm not, you know, I know you're going to ask later on for a prediction and who we think might win the league, but it's going to be a tough one. You know, sides have recruited well. Um, I know North Middlesex have picked up some good players from Finchley. Um, Hassan Khan's come over from Finchley. And um, Ealing have got a guy from Swardston who, you know, been the best club side in the country for quite a few years. Now, so he's not going to be sort of, you know, no sort of like, you know, he's not going to be starting at fours, is he? Yeah. I don't think, well, seeing this score on Saturday, I think he got a quick 80 on Saturday for them. So, Freddie Ruffles name, so he's he's coming with sort of good good sort of pedigree behind him, and obviously um, the champion Tenenton, you know, they're they're not going to go down a right fight. I mean, what's interesting this year will be the Middlesex allocation and how much these players play, because obviously North Middlesex have got four boys currently with Middlesex, and how much they can play may affect their chances. Tenenton could be the same situation, so it, it does make it quite open. You know, obviously you, you guys have done some good recruitment this year as well. I mean, we'll come into one of your players later on potentially. And the Bush, you know, they're always a side to sort of look out for. And then you can't sort of, you know, even rule out the teams like Bronsby and Crouching, who caused a few upsets last year. And again, will be a difficult side to beat on their day, you know, with some potential match winners who, who can, you know, change the course of the game with an innings or, or a spell of bowling. So it's, it's going to be, a, you know, it's going to be a really interesting season. I think it could be one that really almost goes to the wire. Yeah, I think Crouching's an interesting one. I don't, I don't know that much about the depth at Crouch End, but they always strike me as a side that prepare well. You made the point that their pre-season fixtures have all been against sides, not not in the Middlesex League, but um, good quality sides. And, and uh, I'll be very interested to see how they, they go on. Because it's sort of second season, even though it's not second season, isn't it? Because obviously last season was an odd one. But intrigued to see how they go on. I think they're going to be tough to beat at home. That's well, I think last they're... year... Sorry, Sal. Um, yeah, I think last year was a bit of a you know, a, a positive situation for them because they got to play games against Premier Division sides without having any sort of threat of really going down. So there was almost like every game was a bonus game for them. So they've had that preparation. They've obviously picked up everything to strengthen on. They worked out where they might need to recruit potentially as well. I did feel their seam attack is probably their weakest point. And I do know they picked up one or two seam bobs this year. Spin department is, you know, it's probably one of the best in the league. And they've got a guy called, like, you know, Jalpesh Rijay who on his day can destroy an attack. So, They've got good balance to their side as well. And actually, they've got quite a lot of depth in their squad as well. So they've probably got 15, 16 sort of first-team players who can all play, you know, at that level and, and perform and make a difference. So, yeah, they've definitely got, you know, a bit more about them than maybe some sides, you know, may think. So, and in, and correct point as well, at home, they're going to be definitely a side to look out for. Yeah. So, Hill? Yeah, no, very much so. I mean, they, they very much look like the team to watch out for. It feel like they've picked up a few few players this year. Um, you know, just looking at their even their twos really, uh, you know, feature a lot of players who were first team mainstays as they came up through, uh, through Div One. So, um, I think they'll be uh, they'll, they'll give uh, teams real real tough game, and also I guess it just boils down to how quickly they all gel. Yeah, sounds about right to me. Matt, any any angle on the prem? Any any thoughts about who you might um who might be worth watching? Um, yeah, Tiddington were the champions obviously last year. Um. You know, if the you know the Australian guy that played last season, he sort of um, hope you know if he's playing for them again this season, no doubt they'll be there or thereabouts. Um, he's a very destructive sort of a character, but no, a little bit about crouching and um, you know we we played them for you know ten fifteen seasons, um, and uh, yeah, now they've got really good quality spin attack, um, and like you say, uh, yeah, they'll be they'll be tough to beat at home on on their deck there. Yeah. Yeah. And they've got it's new grounds this year, so that's something that could be interesting. Um, right. Um, Oz from uh, North Mid's come over to work for them and Hornsey, so he's doing like a um, 
dual job at the moment. So, I mean, that could be interesting what kind of wickets he prepares. You know, obviously, they may ask for, I imagine, spin-friendly. So, if that's the case, then you see what he turns out. But, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Dan, sorry. Yeah, I was going to ask about Finchley, Sal. There's been a bit, a few comings and goings at Finchley, hasn't there? So, yeah. have you got a grip on what's happened there? Well, I think they've had a bit of a change in sort of like, um, obviously, the captains. They've got Tom Powell, young young dad, taking over the captaincy. And they seem to be going for like a, a sort of a youth policy, a younger sort of approach. I know Steve Selwood's come back to the club. Whether he'll play this much years, I'm not sure. But I know he's heavily involved in the coaching there. So, he'll be working with the younger players. Whether he plays, I'm not sure entirely. I've, I've asked and they're not sure either. So they'll, I mean, it, it could be a tough year for them. You know, you know the old adage, you know, you don't win anything with youngsters. It's it's, it's normally sort of proven quite correct, isn't it? So they'll well, have a lot of young players. Look where they got United when, when yeah, it was yeah. famously said. Yeah, they that off, obviously, yeah. Um, so it's, I feel it's going to be quite a tough year for them. You know, you know, you know yourself, the Premier is such a competitive division. There's no easy games. You are up against some very good cricketers. And it may just be a season where they sort of, you know, take a lot of, you know, the experiences they, they come across and, maybe build upon in the future. As I mentioned, Hassan, who's been a captain and kind of stalled and sort of carried the club in the last two, three of some great individual performances. He's now gone to North Middlesex. Um, they've lost a young guy called um, Ted Shopuri, who's the overseas player, and he's amazing talent, one to look out for. He played two games two years ago and scored a century in a 50. So he's one player everyone speaks highly of. And also there was a spinner called Uzi Amjad, who's played at Highgate, went to Finchley last year, and now he's gone to North Mid as well. So there's, there's three players who... Will score your runs and take your wickets who have gone, and which obviously is going to be a big blow for them. And North Mid sound like even if they don't get the Middlesex players playing, um, or, I, I don't know, I say Middlesex, but they're North Middlesex players who play for Middlesex, aren't they? Really? Yeah. Exactly. I remember Jack Leach famously said he was a club cricketer who played for England. And, and well, I, I, yeah. I, mm. All those four boys have come through the ranks. You know, they're not yeah. turned up in the club at seventeen, eighteen, and maybe they've been there since. You know, you know, we had Joe and Luke on the podcast last year, and you listened to them to speak. They, they're boy, they're boyhood friends, aren't they? To go back years. Um, Ethan Bamba, Max Harris, you know, all guys who've grown up together. There's pictures of them around the club probably when they're seven, eight years old. So, um, yeah, I mean, if they can get two of those playing every single week, along with the recruits they've got, and they've got another guy who's come from um, the North Hans Premier League as well, and you've got, I think you've got 50 at the weekend. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say it now, they're my, they're my prediction to, to win the league this year, yeah. just based on the strength and having Joel back as well as a captain, and he's really hungry to get out there and play. You know, I spoke to him the other day, and he's, you know, he's raring to go. So, it's, they're definitely, you know, you've got people like Tom Nicholl and Evan Flowers, James Parslow. You know, these guys are seasoned cricketers in the league, so definitely a side. But again, they've had to change the grounds as well, so that'd be interesting to see what impact they have on their wickets. So, you know, these are, these are the variables that always make the league so interesting. Yeah, their twos could be decent. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it sounds like with all all of those that new talent, if the Middlesex boys do end up playing a little bit, then then blimey, they, they could have a really well, uh, you know really selection strong. might be an issue. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I always think though that you have selection issues the first week, as in, in the run up to week one, and by the time you got to week four, you know you're struggling for fifty five players again. So um, yeah, I think and just club in the county will. On Matt's point, Harry Evans is back for attendance, and the overseas you mentioned, so he's he's resigned again, so he'll be back to obviously take on many attacks as he did last season so yeah it, it, all in all as I said it's, it's going to be a fascinating season um, there's some fantastic players at the clubs at the minute you know and it'll be some really good cricket being played hopefully weather permitting we get a full season fixtures in Sal, Sal a quick question for me well, given the difficulties last year with overseas are you, are you seeing any standouts in um, any of the other sides in, in, on that front I think clubs have found it quite difficult to get overseas I know um, I spoke to Ealing and Christian Ealing and he said it's quite tricky Bush again had the same kind of issue, so I think 
obviously, you know, travelling situation. I don't think clubs have probably gone out on a limb to get an overseas just, just due to complications involving paperwork and travel. So they probably looked more within the clubs and thought, how can we bring some youngsters through? I mean, you know, the Bush have got a couple of good young players. And Matt highlighted Ramon Bailey last season as a, as a young guy to watch. And he's one that Andrew Wilson definitely feels is going to be, you know, one to look out for this season. So I think it's, it gives an opportunity for some of these younger guys to, you know, or even like the twos players. Like Richmond had a great season last year based on the fact they just brought players from their twos up and gave them opportunity to play in the ones. And, you know, a lot of them took it by scruff and they can perform really, really well. So um, I think the overseas, I mean, you know, North London, we're not getting overseas this season by the looks of it. So it does seem to be a trend among most clubs where they've kind of just shelved the idea of that happening. Yeah, we thought about it at Twickenham. We, we, you know, you, you look around, you, you wait and see people come into your orbit, but... Um... But we're not going with an overseas. Um, I have to say that the rules over the last decade have become a little bit easier in terms of residency. You know, people don't actually have to live that long in the southeast of England now to, to, to be a resident. And also with the global pandemic being what it was, unless you're Robbo and you can get away to New Zealand for three, three and a half months, Robbo? <laughs> yeah, three and a half months, yeah. Sounds, sounds brilliant to me. But, um, it, it, you know, it's going to be hard, isn't it, to get people in? So uh, I expect a lot of clubs will be... Will have been open-minded, but have not have not got anywhere. And as I say, at Twickenham, we, we haven't got an overseas player on the radar at all. Saying that, Hampstead have actually picked up two this year, so they managed to do get their work oh, okay. done in yeah. parts of that. So yeah, they put. Do you know what you mean? Where, where are they from? Uh, what, they're from, the from New Zealand. Um, I'll just um, yeah, I had a brief um, intro from Nick about them. Two guys who are apparently good friends as well. So that always helps when you come over to a new country. You've got a friend with you. Um, just going to add, obviously, I know the three of you are doing the same thing. We've got our previews coming out. I know Matt's already on the website. So obviously have a reader that when you get to, and mine should be on the website if you buy tomorrow. So you will have all the uh, info on which players are turned up where and you know what might happen during the season from what yep. the captains have told me. Yep, mine mine will be finished at some point in the next twenty four hours and will hopefully be up um you know uh, pretty quickly as well. Um there was one other thing I wanted to mention on I mean we're banging on about Twickenham too much, but we we, we have um, put uh, put through a nomination to play Monty Panasar this year. Um not Uncontroversial in some quarters, um, but uh, Monty's doing an MA in sports journalism at uh, St Mary's College around the corner from us, and he's um, he, he's he's keen to sort of make this transition to a professional journalist. And um, one of the things he's also doing is working two days a week at Brentford. Um, and as a fair few people listening to this will know, our CEO, uh, the CEO at Brentford is um, the the president of Twickenham, John Barney. And so um, we sort of had a perfect storm there. Uh, and, uh, and Monty's going to be heavily involved with our juniors. He was down on Friday night. It's quite funny, actually. Juniors haven't got a clue who he is. Uh, parents do. Uh, and, and queues of parents for autographs, whereas the kids were just playing cricket. You know, it's quite, quite amusing to watch. But um, uh, that's, that's with the league at the moment. And I, I say that because it's Monday night and, and the league are processing it. And I think, quite understandably, the league are looking at it and, 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 and you know, trying to make sure they understand what, what the relationship is. Because, of course, in Middlesex, um, you, you're not allowed to pay players and, and, and we're not paying him. Um, but the league are looking at that quite closely. As I get, you know, I get it. He's got 167 test wickets. He's a serious player. Um, but all being well... Um, and so fingers crossed at our end, at least, that, that, that Monty will be, um, you know, will be with us when we, when we play Richmond on Saturday. So um, that makes predictions a little bit difficult. I mean, I, I don't think we're going to win the league with Monty Panasol, and we certainly aren't going to win it without it, which would be what I would say. I think we might be a bit stronger than we were last year. But um, 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 that, I sort of throw that in, in the mix, in the knowledge that I'm going to ask you guys uh, to give me a name. Who's going to win? Who's going to win the, uh, the, the Premier League? Uh, Salman, do you want to first go? You've sort of giving us a hint as to where you're going to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm, By the way, I'm, I'm writing these down, guys. So th- this, is, this is going to be held against you forevermore, just so you know. I, I, yeah, I, I just feel North Middlesex have got 
um, some good quality additions to the squad. They've obviously been there before. They've won the league. They know what needs to be done to win the league. They've got some very experienced players within the club. I mean, you know, I, I will say nothing, but I, honestly, I genuinely feel below them there's a crop of clubs you could all challenge, you know, and I wouldn't be surprised if someone like Twickenham. I mean, again, it's one of them who gets a good start to the season. You win your first three or four games, you're in a great position. If you're chasing and trying to catch up, it makes life a lot harder. So, you know, it's one of them ones, you know, you've got subs like, you've got Richmond, Hampton, Tennington, you know, Ealing, who've been there, seen it, done it. You know, got the newcomers crouching. Could they be dark horses? You've got Bush and Twickenham, like you, you know, two guys, or two clubs again. You've got some very good. So, players how big is that fence that you're sitting on there? So, I'm saying North Mid. I'm going to go North, yes. but I'm just saying, you know, it, I don't think it's been open it's like this for a while as a league. You know, we have an Ealing dominate in the past. Hampstead have had a great run. Tennant have their runs. I just think now it's a lot more open, just just due to the quality of players within some of the clubs, yeah. and, and, and you know, Monty Panos is a fantastic example of that. Well, Monty Panasar would also bring the best out of Parminder Singh, who's been with us for a long time, and Parminder's definitely playing this year, and he quite fancies bowling, bowling one end while you know Monty's at the other. So, so yeah, I, I think I, I think we will be a bit stronger. So I, I think we might be pushing it, but I don't think we score quite enough runs. And we're not very good at the limited overs cricket. If you look at our no. track record over the last five years, I don't know why we should be, but but we're we're not. So um, I think the fact that it, a team that makes sure it can win in both formats consistently will be the team that win the league. And I think that's yeah. that that's where the the good sides uh, are different from the really good sides. So so I. Now, I'm going to go north mid as well, Sal. I'm afraid I've written mine down before. So, and Palmy, good to see him back last week, and he bowled a nice little spot in North London. Obviously, I wouldn't have them two in the club with chasing the ball too much. Um, we, we ain't going to be the best field inside around, Sal. You might have to um, think about some positions with those two guys. As I said to you on the boundary edge, uh, Monty, um, he hasn't got a six pack; he's got a barrel, Palminder. <laughs> so, um, which is a bit harsh. Sorry, Palmy, if you're listening. But um, fielding wise, we, we we are definitely not going to be number one. But there we go. So, Hill, any thoughts? Where, where, where's your hunches? Um, yeah, sort of, sort of with you. Um, North Mids, who've got who've got written down, I still, I still think it's their their moment uh, f- for now. I, I just think it'll be interesting because I think it's going to be a season where uh, there's no runaway side, and I think everyone's going to take points of everyone. It, you know, there's um, as you say, Finchley look look on paper to to sort of have lost more than they've gained. Uh, but everyone else looks like on their day, on, 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 on when the deck's right, for example, they could take points of each other, which 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 will only make uh, make it a really good season. Yep, sounds, sounds logical enough to me. Yeah, um, Robbo, any thoughts? I think you're going to back a winning horse. I think Tennington won it last year. They were taking a lot of confidence from that. Obviously, it was only all limited overs cricket last year, so um, it's whether or not they can uh, front up in the uh, the tie matches. But yeah, now I'd, I'd go Tennington with a. A little eye on uh, Ealing and uh, Shivers Bush because a couple of our juniors are at each one of those clubs. So, um, but yeah, nah, I'd, I'd go Tennington. Well, I was thinking of going Shepherd's Bush because I just thought, well, it, you know, they're, they're definitely a dark horse. They've been building over five or six years. They're not a million miles away, um, but ultimately I didn't. But I want to say it now, I think Shepherd's Bush could be one to keep an eye on. And that's not just because they've got loads of guys who've got Shropshire connections. <laughs> having, <laughs> having played them every season um, for the last six, seven. Um, yeah, they're just they're going in the right direction. I think it may be a season too soon, but I think they'll be there thereabouts, and I think their time's coming quite soon. Yeah. And how many times in previous years would you have done a podcast like this and not really mentioned Ealing? Mm. Interesting. I mean, I, I wouldn't count them out either, but it, they're not they're not as prominent as they used to be, Sal, are they? They're, they're one of a number now. I think. I think yeah. anyway. Moving into twenty. I mean, yeah, you can never count them out, can you? With their with a record in the past, and again players they have at their disposal like 
you know, Ollie Wilkin and his brother Milo, you know, Scott Ensom, you know, fantastic cricketer as well. And obviously Christian Hill as the captain. And as I said, they've added obviously Freddie Ruffle. So, you know, again, they're, they're going to be a side, you know, who, who, won't, who won't be lying down too easily. But yeah, yeah, you're right. I just feel there's a couple of clubs stronger than them this season. And yeah. also the fact they, they do try and win every single competition. So again, they'll be firing on all fronts. You know, maybe that might detract away from some games at a weekend. I don't know. I'm just sort of being devil's advocate with them. We will see. We will see. If we move into Division 1, Sahil, going to come to you first on this one, because obviously you play in it. Uh, I, I watch it a bit in, in terms of I do, do the, the weekly reports for the website. Um, but you, you're, you're at the coalface there. What, what are your thoughts on 2021? Um, yeah, I think we're similar. I think we're going to be a lot, lot stronger across the, across the board. Um, with a couple of early observations, I, I think a similar trend to the Prem, where I don't think we've got um, too many overseas coming in. Um, I think Winchmahill have probably signed one, um, and there's maybe a couple of other clubs who've, who've, who've picked up bodies. But we've we're very similar. Had someone potentially lined up, but um, with the red list coming in, it was. Indian and it just wasn't going to work uh, and, and you know we're quite happy with where we are but I, I, I much prefer that I think it makes it uh, a much more of an even playing field um, down in down in Div 1 um, yeah I mean I think I think I think the standout sides are, are going to be the same I think I think Harrison Mary's um, and Stanmore are probably still your sort of two to beat um, at, at this stage of the season um, I understand Harrison Marys have picked up a couple of bodies, including um, another excellent spinner in Mabu Balahi, who's, I think, lost seen at Wickham House. But he's Wickham House. just yeah, what they needed, it. wasn't it? Another spinner. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, um, so Harrison Marys will, will be strong. I think Stanmore know how to get things done uh, in that division. Uh, and, I, and I think they've got, they've got a, a really good core of players who, who, who will keep performing. And I've, I've no doubt they'll be there or thereabouts. And I think they've gone overseas. Um, this is side outside that leading back, um, who I think will be much improved from last season. I think maybe Winchmore Hill, um, who I think have um, a picked up an overseas, who looks handy enough cricketer. I don't think he's got big numbers yet, but looks handy enough. Um, and I think they've picked up Ananda Shok from um, Ealing, who was probably in, would be in the first team in first team in the Prem in most most of the sides, but wasn't really always in the ones in at Ealing um, and, and that gives them a, 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 a pretty strong middle order of getting Stoughton and, and Anand Ashok which is you know uh, Div 1 is probably going to put some big numbers on, on the board and on their deck particularly um, so I think they'll, they'll, they'll be a team who'll be much stronger than last season um, and you know I think I'd like to think we'll be we'll be in the mix somewhere um, injuries permitting and you know I think we've um, Athens, we've been pretty good at winning, winning tough games of cricket recently, and hopefully that will continue. Um, and yeah, I think Highgate were, were the sort of fourth fourth side last year, but I think they've they've had a big loss with Sandon moving. Sandon dies their their overseas and and probably their best performer for a few years, moving jumping the fence to Crouch End, uh, which I think will be a big loss. But they've got some good young cricketers, and um, I think last shout out from from my perspective, Hornsey. Their their four prong mm. seam attack is their bowling's it, good, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly, is is as good as um any in, in sort of any any division really. Um, it's it's a question of whether their uh, their batting can fire when if Les Bond doesn't, Les Bond Edwards doesn't. But you know they'll they'll be a very very good side. So I think it'll be a, an overall a very very competitive division. Um, it's very hard to look beyond um Stanmore and Harrison Marys at this stage though. 
Yeah, I spoke to Chesson from Hornsey uh, the, the other week, and he he was quietly confident. I think they've got three or four new bodies, no, no superstars, but three, three or four new guys that they're quietly hopeful will make an impact. And and certainly with that bowling attack, you know, they do say that you know if you're going to get an overseas player, you get a batter to keep you up and a bowler to take you up. So that they, you know, they they have the bowling to get most sides out. I'd have thought. So I I, I think Hornsey could be an interesting one to, to 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 keep an eye on. Sal, any thoughts? There's there's a few sides in your hood that we've been talking about. There, is any any thoughts? Yeah. On that? Um, I'm going to go Stanmore just because Stanmore. they've just got they've got the experience and they've also got actually um, Abhishek Kulkarni back this season, who's a very good very good team bowler. You know, played for Hertfordshire, so you know you've got a guy playing mining counties playing in, in Div One, uh, a very good bowler, and obviously they retained their players from last season. They still have the Ryan Golds, young and old, still playing there as well. So they they they're obviously some very oh, good I think players. one of the Ryan Golds is not. I think one of the Ryan Golds is in South oh. Wales. Oh, Stephen, I'm sure Stephen you'll probably not. come back when you finish his junior, I imagine. Is that, or is he playing for a club down there? I, I got the impression my, he's playing there. So yeah, my understanding is, is, is that he's going to spend a majority of the season there, but that's just yeah. through the grapevine. And, you know, he's, okay. he's yeah, a club man, so he may well come down. And Abhishek played last year and, you know, was by far and away the best seamer um, in, in the division. And, and, you know, he's going to be a handful when he plays 18 yeah, games. Definitely. And I, I mean, I, I didn't know about Mabu joining Harris at most, so it is like a pretty lethal three left-arm spinners within, within your side. I mean, who gets the bowl will be a challenge for the captain. And I just kind of feel it might be a division of two halves where you've got a group of clubs probably pulling away in the top half, including Acton and the two I've mentioned. Then you may have a clutch of clubs towards the bottom. I mean, we played Highgate yesterday and they, I mean, as, as the Hill mentioned, they've lost some players and to be honest with you, they, they, they weren't great. Um, from what I gather, it was more or less their first eleven as well. So I do feel they may have a tough year. Um, they'll rely a lot on Will Bowley to score runs for them. And if he, if he comes off, then they can post a big score. If he gets out, quickly, then he will, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, oh, he doesn't hang around at all. And if he gets out early like he did yesterday, then it's a, it's a, it could be quite a tough ask and post him quite a big total. So, you know, I, I do feel they might have things a little bit harder this season. Again, Renfield, again, I, I don't think they're the force they were. If Plum's playing, then obviously he's never played every line quite a lot. But I def- definitely feel, and, you know, Osterley, you know, we know Osterley, don't we? All of us, they're like, you know, like kind of Arsenal of cricket, aren't they? You know, we don't know what we're going to get with them. So it's almost like what would they still have, end up in the Super League? Is that what, no? Is that no? Yeah. Is that not? Am I taking it too far? <laughs> you know, it depends which Osprey turns up on the day, kind of thing. So I definitely feel we could get at some point during the season like a split taking place where you know four or five clubs pull away at the top and make it a bit of a you know you know two division kind of scenario where there's teams fighting for relegation and there's teams fighting to try and win the title. But yeah, I'm I'm going to go with Stanmore. Just based on the fact that you know you've got a side who's, won, who's got to the national final, they've got players who've good, good, good quality, good experience. They know the league. They're as also well a now. team that gets things done, aren't they? Yeah. They have a bad day, but somehow if they're five down and only fifty on the board, they may still get two hundred. I always felt that they they had they had sort of depth and grittiness that that could get them through, and that, that's not a bad choice. There's always a good balance within it. I mean, obviously, if Steam was not playing, it, it would be a big loss because he's he's a, he's a very good player. You know, offers a lot of the bat and also bowls some handy offspin as well. So, if he's not playing, it, it could be, you know, how do they replace him? But they do have a good youth policy as well. So, they've got some good young players. They always look to push forward into the ones. So, you know, the model they have there, I think, is a great model and it works. And yeah, I think this season may work for them in winning the league. Yeah. Robbo, any thoughts on Div, uh, Div 1? Yeah, it looks to be a bit of those uh, sort of top northwest London clubs. Um, but, yeah. I've seen quite a bit of acting this year, and obviously they're um, quite close to where our club is. And um, you know they're a real gritty bunch of players, and you know they don't they don't um, lie down at all. So 
you know they'll be they'll be trying to fight hard in in, in every game, whatever team they put out. Um, you know they've got reasonable depth as well. But um, yeah, you know, I think I think it's going to be a battle of those two Northwest London clubs on uh, on who takes it out. Um, yeah, that'd be that'd be my thoughts. Can I have a name, Rob? I'm going to push you. So if, who's going to win? Oh, I'd pr- I'd probably go I'd probably go Stanmore. You know they've been there, done that. They've got experience in the Premier League and. Um, yeah, a little bit to hear about the Chip Ryan goal not being available this year, or maybe not playing as much as he probably has done in the past. That might they might struggle a little bit, but yeah, no, I think I think Sam will be be the team I'd be um, putting my money on. Yeah, I think that I I think you know it makes sense to to look at them. They they have done it before. As I say, they're a nuggety side. They get stuff done. Very good captain, uh, yeah. Tush career as well. He know he knows his way around things. Um, I mean, my, my instinct was to go for Harrison Marys. I think their bowling is very good. Um, mm. Ravi Patel, obviously another man who's, who's, who's been around a bit. Um, and I, I think they're going to be quite hard to beat. I like your idea, Sal, about the league maybe have, having a set of, of, of strong sides and a set of sides that are struggling a bit more. I think I can see that logic. Um, but I, I, I think Harrison Marys are going to be are going to be tough to beat. And um, so, so I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for them. Okay, so Seal, just coming back to you, if you're going to have to pick a winner, and I appreciate that um, you know your own club is in, in with a shout here, so we'll assume that Acton are not allowed. If it's not going to be Acton, who's it going to be? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to work out who I'd like to put the mockers on, basically. Um, <laughs> but, I, but I think um, I think it's going to be some more. I think they're slightly more rounded side. Harrison Marys um, will, will be there. I think there may be a batsman like is, is my thinking, um, but I'm sure that's going to come back and bite me. We will say, and as I said, I've written all these down. You know, the, 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 these we'll, we will have a review at the end of the season to just, and we'll all be rubbish. The question is, who's going to be most rubbish? So, um, <laughs> so you know, I think I think we're all in the same ballpark there. Cool. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting division. I'm looking forward to keeping an eye on that. And as was mentioned earlier, there'll be weekly reports up on all, all of the top divisions by um, but by the four of us. So keep an eye on those. Division two, Robbo. We're getting slowly into your territory here. You're going to know more about these teams than us. I'm going to start with you. What's going to happen in Division two? Yeah, well, Southampton were the champions last year. Um, yeah, no, I think I think they've got a, got a good side. You know, I know there's a lot of belief um, within them within their club to to push on after having a, a two or three you know troubled troubled years. Um, yeah, no, you know they've got some solid batsmen, guys who can find the, find the fence. Um, whether or not they can do it in that time cricket, because obviously it wasn't any last the last season. But yeah, I think South, Southampton would be be a good shout for that for that league. Any dark horses? Oh, it's a tough one, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah. You can't really write off, you know, you've got Southampton, uh, sorry, not Southampton, Southgate in that league. And, uh, you know, as we know, they're, they're a big established club and many years in the Premier League. So, yeah, you, you, I think um, yeah, you couldn't really write off them. I think they'll be there or thereabouts, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. Can you think of anyone else who might be there or thereabouts, Sal? Again, it's going to be like I think it's going to be like um, Division One, where we may get um, a group of sides pulling away at the top and a group at the bottom sort of battling it out. I mean, obviously Southampton won, won it last year, and it was a great achievement for them. No one probably gave them a chance at the end of the season, so for them to do it, it was fantastic. And I'm sure they'll be looking to do the same again. But then again, you've got East Coast who who, who are strong. I know um, Sehill played Wickham House yesterday, and I know they gave him a bit of a beating, but. They've managed to get Amon Quadri, who's a fantastic batsman, and he got 50, I think, yesterday against UCL, didn't he? Um, yeah, yeah, he did. Um, didn't didn't take many balls. I was going. I've been running the rule down some of the sides here, and 
Um, I, I know you're too modest to say this, Alman, but uh, but I reckon North London will be will be up there. Well, it's always been. A I was very... trying to bowl you a long hard body there, Sal. I'm not sure it worked. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I, I thought North London had a chance. No, I mean North London have always um, had had a pretty good sort of bunch of cricketers up in there, and and, and it's quite similar. You know, I, I feel with North London, you always sort of look down the team sheet and you think, oh, hang on, maybe they're not in contention, but they always seem to be there, thereabouts, always in the third, second. You know, they've had your little up and down as well. Going to going to do one and back down, um, and that side looks 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 great. Um, I had a quick chat with Sam Borden yesterday, um, and he seems uh, pretty optimistic about about things. Um, but the Wickham House side looks looks good. Um, they're, they're very young and hungry, um, and I, I think um, they've got a really good um, plan in place there. Um, and I, I think Aman is is um, someone who guarantees sort of five six hundred runs. Um, in, in that division, uh, so I think that's that's probably going to be the signing of the season, um, and um, yeah, the others, the, the usual suspects on the Southgate, with Ash back for a for a full season. Um, I know they've picked up uh, one or two more one or two more players, and and I think Eastcote. So I think it's going to be between those four. Southampton, you know, hard to read too much into last year. I think they'll be good and competitive, but for me, uh, probably not in that spot one and two. So you, you're going. Who are you going for there? Can I just be crystal clear on that answer? Are you going for North London? Or you... <laughs> um, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go North London actually. I, I think I think Barnes are another club who sort of sometimes, you know, show the ability to do well and then end up sort of falling away. So again, it's it's, it's about to start. Who gets a good start to the season? I mean, Wickham House had a good start when they just fell away completely last year. So. I'm sure they'll be looking to sort of like improve on that. And, and my own club, we, I mean, Seals gave us a good glowing report and I can only back that up. I do feel we're we're strong in terms of like personnel that we have within the club. The structure of the club is in a good place. That everything's going in the right direction. So I'm, I'm really hopeful that we are in those top two places come come September. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we've had a stronger side as we have, as we have now for a good few years from my recollection. So, you know, I'm quite excited about what happens at North London this season. So North London to one side. Sal, who's who's going to be next after North London? Oh, good question. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Southgate. Mm. I was Just hoping you wouldn't say that because I, I I was going to go with Southgate again. It's more that you know I've heard they they picked up a couple in the winter. Mm. They had a good season last year, didn't they? They were quite yeah, solid. Yeah. They came in quite you know with a late one. I mean, I will say back up to I mean, you know, I'm I'm, I'm on a um, Wickham House. He's you know he's a div one batsman. You know he's quality player again if he if he gets going and he can get you know four fifty five hundred runs a season for them then that could you know help them massively but I do feel they might rely on him a bit too much sometimes we shall see we shall see um cool so Southgate North London South Amsterdam three different sides mentioned there between the four of us so says that it might be reasonably open if we can't come to any consensus which is all good how about division three Robbo um what are your thoughts there obviously Antonian's in that one yeah, um, I think Kenton and Harrowtown, um, I think, will be the two clubs um, which will go close. Um, yeah, Antonians obviously were second there last year, so yeah, hopefully we'll be there thereabouts as well. But, you know, Kenton, they've got the majority of their squad back other than Shawcat Feroz, who's gone to Kenton, um, which is a bit of a loss for them. But they've got their left arm slow bowler, uh, Tudor Mukesh, back. Um, so that will that will really really help them. But last year, interesting enough, in Division Four, there was no more there was no 
partnerships with more than 100 in the league the whole season. So it's really a really? bowler's division. So it's, it's really whether or not, whether or not, yeah, what um, clubs can um, throw out batsmen who can, you know, get six, seven hundred, eight hundred runs during the season and really blow teams away with their batting. So there wasn't a single hundred partnership. Yeah, it's quite yeah, it's quite amazing. Wow, quite amazing. I don't know if that's down to uh, quality of the wickets or just the bowling is just far better than the batting. I'm not sure, or just the lack of application by batsmen in that league. I'm, I've got no real idea. But um, yeah, we yeah we didn't see a see a single um, hundred run partnership in that league. So it's it's whether or not yeah it's, it's what club can really um, really dominate with the bat and, and like I say blow teams away. Um, because really, last year, 200, 220 was a winning total. Um, you saw a lot of games, you know, 140 plays, you know, 90 and this sort of thing. So, um, yeah, look out for the bats. And I think Harrowtown getting uh, Faroes across to their side um, is going to help them a lot. And they've picked up a couple of players from Chaps gone, come from the Tamils and they've got another guy from um, the Hearts League. I think I think they're going to be, be a lot stronger. Um, I think... I think the guy, sorry, just to jump in, Matt, uh, Mohibula yeah. Oriakal, who yes, played for Ealing. Yes, he yes. Is a, he's a serious cricketer well, and yeah. an Afghan international. Uh, he's a yeah. serious, serious cricketer. Oh, he's, wow. he's far too good for that level. And yeah. if, if they get him for 18 weeks, they will, they will do some serious damage. Yeah, yeah. Going, yeah, batting with throws, like, yeah, they're, they're going to they're gonna score some big runs. See, that's it. That, and that, of course, has completely blown my... My thinking in this division apart, I didn't realise it was an Afghan international <laughs> knocking around. Um, so, 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 Robert, you're going, you're going Harrowtown, are you, or Kenton? Oh, I think, I think Kenton, I think Kenton sort of overall will probably have a, have the have the you know most depth across their squad to do the damage. Uh, but I wouldn't write off Harrowtown. I wouldn't write off ourselves. We picked a chap up from the Lincolnshire Premier League. Now I don't know how hard that, how strong that league is compared to you know like the Surrey or Middlesex leagues. But you know he seems like a pretty decent cricketer. Um, we put another guy up from Taplo as well, so you know we, we'll we'll be all right. But it's just whether or not our club's just got enough uh, enough batting in that top five to to really really challenge and and and, um, and knock sides over. So um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going Kenton. Fair enough, Sahil. Any, any thoughts on on day three? Um, yeah, a bit more of an unknown now, but I I, I think I'm going to go Harrowtown. Just just looking at some of the names down that list of their in their side. Fair enough, fair enough, Sal. Any thoughts? I'm going to go just for the fact we had him on the podcast a couple of weeks back and it's their 100th year, Kenton. Just because Ankit came on. He's a nice guy. I like the logic there. I've got a bit of this logic later on with some of the other divisions. It's their 100th year, therefore, you know, that's enough for me. You know? But he, I, I think Kenton was a tough, it was a tough year for them last year. Certainly one of their members passed away early because of COVID. And I think that yes. the club was really hit by that. So, um, I suspect this year will be a bit of a bounce back year, and I I, I went for Kenton, uh, um, and, and I have got a feeling that they're a side that once they get on a roll, they're 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 going to be quite tough to get past. So, so that was my that was my thinking on that one. Um, we're now into in, into territory. Where I'm a, a little bit less certain than I was before, and that's um, Division Four. Now I don't know who wants to have first stab at Division Four. Where, where do we think that one's going to go this year? Yeah, I know a little bit about some of the clubs in that in that division. Yep. Um, yeah, you know, got Pierre Alphonicians and Alexander Pala- uh, Alexander Park, who um, who spent many years in Division One of the Championship as it was. They're, they're so. good traditional clubs, aren't they? Both of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alexander uh, Alexander Park, obviously, probably the weaker of those. You know, those six clubs in that sort of Shepherd's Court area. But 
You know, they've got good player depth. They've got a really good feeling amongst their club. And unfortunately, they just don't, you know, they don't pick up those, um, you know, exceptional players um, who are moving to London, etc. But, um, yeah, no, I think, I think they'll do well in that, that league. Parabell Phoenicians, again, you know, they've got some good cricketers that, you know, will, will perform well at that, at that, at that, um, at that level. So I think, I think those two clubs will, will go close. Which one are you going for then? Come on, Robert. Uh, I'll have to go from my mates down the road. The pair of Al Phoenicians, I think, will, will do the damage. Interesting. Keep an eye on that one. Sal, any thoughts on this division? Uh, I was actually going to go for AP as well, just based on geographical location being not closer to our club. There's a lot of science involved here, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's fair. I've always found AP to be a, a club that was perhaps batting slightly lower than their average. I always felt they had a lot of sides out. Um, I certainly was, you know, found it a, a nice place to play. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, they, they do strike me as a side that, that that should be doing okay in this division. Um, so, here, any thoughts? No, I think Paravel, the side we probably uh, I'm most familiar with, and then you know they've not got black cricketers at all. I think that there's a couple of very good cricketers down there, um, and yeah. I think they could do some damage. It's also quite surprising now. I mean, Bespera were not not long gone in in sort of yeah. Division One and Two. So, um, if you know if they've got their structure right again. I'm sure they're not going to struggle to track players back in. So, you know, I don't know what's happened in the winter, but, you know, let's give, let's give them an outside shout as well. I was going to flag Besborough up because I, like, you know, I remember when I came to Middlesex 20 years ago, Besborough one of the, one of the um, you know, one of the, the, the bigger clubs in a way, or one of the most, you know, clubs that you certainly knew, but they've, they've definitely hit on, on harder times. Um, mm. Sal, have you got an angle on whether that's likely to improve or is this not on your radar? I just feel it's like a... There's so many clubs are in that area, isn't it? I mean, attracting yeah. players must be so difficult. You look, you look at some of the clubs around that area, you know, can't beg to think, I mean, they are. So, obviously, you know, if you get an offer of going up a division to play for one of the better clubs, then you're obviously going to go. And I think that's, that's what happened to Besborough. I remember when I first played, you know, North London years back, and it would take some very good players in their first yeah. eleven. And I just think as they've gone down, they've lost the better players to, to the clubs who are in the high division. So, you know, it's obviously had a knock-on effect to, to the rest of the 11s as well, which is a shame because it's, it's, it's a nice club. Um, I know um, Dean Wilson, the um, Daily Mirror cricket correspondent, he used to play for them years back. So, you know, that's some sort of... And they've had guys who, you know, in the Middlesex sports, again, they had some very good sort of cults. Well, Mark Rampercast started there. So, you know, mm. um, it's, it's a, you know... But again, I just think there's so many clubs nowadays within that kind of northwest London area now. To attract players must be so tricky, you know, what's the criteria and when people arrive to join a club, you know, is it local, do a look at league tables, you know. Well, I think a lot of people end up at clubs just because they, they somehow know somebody there, don't they? So if you, if, you, yeah. if you can get a, you know, get somebody who brings in two or three of his mates and they're good, then that, that can really change the dynamic of a club quite quickly, actually, as well. Mm. Um, I was going to throw one other into the, into the ring, and this, this may be totally, totally left field, but we, we, we hired their ground for, a, for our third eleven who've had real ground issues this year. And, and it, you know, they've, had, they've got great facilities now, and that's London Tigers. Um, and I always think London Tigers, I don't, I don't know much about the, the on-field sort of story there, but I think that where they play in Southall now is, is certainly much better than it used to be. And um, from what I can tell, that they, they go big, they go quick, or they go home. Um, and, <laughs> and I've got the feeling that, you know, if that rolls, if that works for you, that, then, then you, can, you can win games of cricket. So um, based on nothing more really than we've hired one of their grounds for our third 11, I'm going to go with London Tigers. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll see where that takes me. Probably you got nowhere. some really, you got some really good juniors, London Tigers. Yeah, as well. they have, um, I heard this. Yeah, they got a, you got a reasonable, reasonable setup, and, and obviously they're in an area where you know people love cricket. So 
Um, and obviously the old Southall Cricket Club's gone. And uh, so, yeah, they've got, a, they've got a great catchment in there. It's just whether they can um, really push on into the divisions. And, um, yeah, yeah, look out like for Most clubs, club. I bet it will be availability, a bit, bit of luck with tosses and all the rest of it. So if, if yeah. things go away, I think they might be they might have an outside chance. But that's based on not, not a massive amount, I'll be honest. But there we go. We'll see where that takes me. Cool. Now we're getting into really new territory. Division five, chaps. What do you know about Division five? Any hunches there? Who wants to go first on that one? I'll, 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 have, I'll have a crack. Um, I'm going to go with New Calypsonians. Okay. Who I think there was in maybe a couple of divisions above a couple of years back, or at least one above. But they've got a couple. They've got the Farley brothers playing there. Um, Vincent Farley. He, he's spoke South Hampstead. Oh he's a really? Yeah, I know them. yeah. You know, okay. he's a pro-destructive all-rounder. Um, along with his brother Fabian and Graham, so they've got you know some useful players who could easily take a team apart quite easy on their day. So I'm gonna might put my neck on the line and, and go with those guys. Fair enough, fair enough. And anybody else, Robert? What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, kids in Chelsea. Um, they're only I think they were formed about 1995. Uh, they play the cricket at, in Chiswick at Duke's Meadows. Um, I actually almost almost joined that club because they had a mate that I played cricket with in New Zealand, and uh, he played there, but. Uh, as it turned out, we went to Actonians. But, you know, they've got two or three sides. Um, uh, yeah, they've got some reasonable cricketers as well. So they And they have played in the division above. So, yeah, they'll, they'll be there or thereabouts. Fair enough. What about Ealing Three Bridges? What, what do you know about those guys? That's obviously in your hood as well. Is there anything worth... I think they, they now play at the old Harrow St. Mary, St. Mary's ground. Um, oh. Is it the Harrow? Yeah. So I, I, the funny thing about that little little club, it shows probably the club cricket new to me, but that was formed by the um, the workers at the old Hamwell uh, Lunatic Asylum. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but now that um, uh, now I, I don't know if they'll have any staff that uh, work there anymore. But uh, and they play up in in, in Harrow. So yeah, I don't, I don't really know much about them other, other than that. Fair enough. So, Hill, any thoughts on this one? No, I mean, I, I was, um, well, instinctively, I guess, going Kensington and Chelsea, a, a team I've heard the most, probably the most about. I mean, I think part of the merger, the best part about the merger is probably in, us getting introduced to more and more clubs in the region. And totally. it'll be interesting yeah. to see see them rising through the ranks and, and falling through the ranks. And I think uh, that'll be great. So, yeah, so Kensington and Chelsea um, are just yeah, a few familiar names there. Um, and, you know, I think they've, they've got a few decent cricketers down there. So uh, that, that's where my money's going. Yep. Well, our um, our fours played Priory Park twos um, the, the other day, and I think our fours won. I think they scored a few runs, but um, they, they 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 said that you know Priory Park weren't the worst side they'd ever played, and um, they're 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 a club whose first team are in that division. Um, so um, for no other reason than our fours played their twos in a friendly, um, I'm going to go with Priory Park. I did think Kensington Chelsea, but but, but that's simply because they've been around a bit more. And I remember them from the championship. They've got three sides, Robbo, aren't they? They've got, yeah. And, and they, they, they're, they're well set. I, I think they'll be up there too. But um, uh, um, so no, I heard one or two reports that their, their, their twos weren't, weren't the worst team in the world. So uh, more through hope than expectation, I'm, I'm going to um, go with Priory Park there. Um, Sal, what was, you, you were, were Calypsonians, weren't you? Is that right? Yeah, new, new Calypsonians, yeah. Okay, well, good. What about Division 6, fellas? Sal, do you want to start us off with that one? Uh, tricky one. Um, I'm going to go with Regent's Park, just based on the fact it's at Regent's Park. No, I mean joking. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah. yeah, why not? Yeah, I to get the rest well, of they must have some decent. Yeah, I'm sure they've got some quite affluent players playing for them. They play at Regent's Park. So it's a local ground to them. 
Um, again, it's one, it's one that anyone could win, I suppose. I have no knowledge of his club, unfortunately, which I'll try and find some more as the season goes on. But I think I'm going to go with Regent's Park, um, just on the basis they may, you know, pick up one or two decent players who, you know, just live maybe locally and want to play cricket in a park. Yeah. Do you know anything about Youth Wing? I know they were in the Championship, I remember the name, but it's not linked to Feltham, is it? The Young Offenders Institute? I, I'm sort of asking that to me, seriously. I don't know, Feltham's in Middlesex, isn't it? True. Yeah. If not, could be an interesting away game. Depending on where they play. <laughs> I, I don't know who they are, and, and, and I may be completely wrong. I probably am completely wrong there. But, um, but yeah, and, and also, I thought you were going to go Willow Leather, Sal. My best bet's coming up in the next division. Oh, I, I know you're going to go. I, I've yeah, got that. Don't spoil it, yeah. Don't spoil it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Neil, any thoughts? Who, who, who are you going to go um, I'm not really. I mean, I think I wonder what I again, I know very little about these clubs. Maybe Victoria Park, if, if they've got some spillover from uh, a huge talent pool that exists in that pocket of pocket of London. Um, you know, any spillover from Tower Hamlet, maybe uh, playing over in Victoria Park. Um, yeah, that's um, that's the best you yeah, got. I'll, I'll, I'll stick a fiver on that. Good, good crikey, you are brave. I'm not sure I put any anything like that on my prediction, but yeah, <laughs> fair comment. Um, Robbo, any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I quite like the look of uh, Victoria Park. I think, um, you know, it's a real hotbed. You've got a big Bangladeshi community there, and obviously they love the cricket, those guys. So, um, yeah, no, I'd, I'd have a crack with uh, Victoria Park. Um, yeah, Fair I think enough. they might, might do the damage. On this one, I wanted to go Willow Leather just because it was an interesting name for a cricket club, but I um, I, I didn't go there. I, I, Kingsbury Construction have been around for ages. I remember them in the, in the, in the championship. Never, never played against them, but I remember them as being a, being a club that w- was around. And South Harrow have been around a bit as well. And again, that, 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 there's, there's so many potential cricketers in, in Harrow um, that, that I do wonder whether they, they might be worth a punt. So I, I've gone for South Harrow, really. Um, and that's simply because I, 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 I vaguely remember them in the championship and, um, and, and they've been around a little bit. So, so South Harrow is my, my, my pick based on pretty much zilch but uh, but I'm as I stressed at the beginning we're looking to see how these divisions develop and very keen to speak to folks uh, about what happens on the pitch so do get in touch with us to you know to, to, to teach us a bit more about what's going on last but not least guys now hold it Sal hold it hold it are you ready Sal division seven where are you going so you obviously mentioned Willow Leverett has been a great name no one can be ultimate or can they for a name for group <laughs> oh fantastic I mean come on you know they are my second team now I've adopted them after seeing them obviously join our league last season, I think it might have been. And, you know, I mean, and it, actually they're, they're great entertainment. We did get some tweets from them on, on our Twitter page and they're, they're keen to come on as well, actually. So maybe we'd have to try and arrange that during the season at some point. But, you know, their cricket is played like the actual wrestler used to wrestle. So I'm That's what he said. Like, we play our yeah. cricket like the ultimate wrestler wrestles. Yeah. And then and, and the logo is actually the ultimate warrior on their cricket yeah. shirt. So oh, I love that they've embraced it. In, in all its in all its glory, that's that's yeah. the way it goes, isn't it? It's fantastic. So I am definitely on the side of all the Ultimate Warriors, and I'll be checking their scores every Sunday evening to see how they've got on. I'm looking forward to that brand of cricket, though. The Ultimate Warrior brand of cricket. I mean, what on earth that will be? I don't know, but it sounds like something to, to well, keep going. If they bowl like he used to run up, then I imagine there'll be some quick pilly loose coming down. <laughs> yeah, there's no clothes lining of an umpire. If you oh yeah, and they'll celebrate well, even wilder, won't they? Yeah. <laughs> Can you bring any sanity to this proceeding? Probably not. No. Oh, gotta be, gotta be the Warriors. Yeah. What a name. Yeah, just back yeah, on the name, name alone. So, yeah, a bit left all day long. 
Yeah. Um, Daniel, any thoughts? Well, I'm, I'm actually going, I'm going with Picos. Um, and there's a personal reason to this. I, I spent many a year in Bangalore and, and Picos is an iconic, uh, iconic pub in, in Bangalore. Um, and having had a quick look at the Pico CC website, it says it was formed over a chance meeting in a pub. And I wonder whether it all ties back to a, to a meeting in one of my favorite pubs of all time. Um, and would that be a story? And if, if that is the case, please, please do get in touch because I might be looking to switch clubs. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, never let it be said that people on this podcast don't know stuff. I mean, that, that's brilliant, that is. Because I was trying to think what Picos might mean, but I, I can't think of anything. So that, unless it's... Yeah, it, it was a pair of pubs called Picos and Mojos um, in, in, in the heart of a Bangalore student, uh, student city when it was still a very good student city. Um, yeah, it's a great, great place, great memories. Fair enough. I mean, there are some good names in this division, I have to say. The Ultimate Warriors is, is the standout one, but the London Super Kings, I mean, for me, Super Kings will always be a brand of cigarettes. I mean, I appreciate there are cricket clubs in, in it, or cricket teams in India now that, that take on that mantle, but I, I, can't, I can't really go for a brand of cigarettes, so they're, they're out my thinking. London Sportif, I quite like the sound of it. Again, I, I know nothing about them, but they're, they're in there. Um, but I'm going to go simply because it, it's another totally left-field name. I'm going to go for the Stallions. Um, and again, I, I know nothing about them, but I mean... Stallions Cricket Club. I mean, it just sounds a bit left field, not as left field as Ultimate Warriors, but a bit left field. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be wishing the Stallions well and hoping they come through uh, um, through this season to get promoted. The, the, not 10 teams in that division. That's a slightly smaller division than the rest. There's only six teams in it. So it'll be a slightly uh, more truncated season for, for those guys. But I'm sure it'll be, um, I'm sure it'll be no less competitive. Folks, we've gone through the, 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 the top eight there. And I'm, um, as we've sort of pointed out before, we, we, we're we cricket badgers, but we don't know an awful lot of stuff. Uh, and there's an awful lot of potential here for, for this to be a fascinating season with, with new clubs doing new things, frequently with some pretty good players knocking around. So um, if, you're just, if you've got this far, then do keep us up to date on what you're doing. Sal and I will ramble on about anything, but we have to know that anything exists. So um, do keep us up to date. Get those scorecards on Play Cricket. Um, you can certainly get a hold of, of me via contact details on Twickenham's page or drop me a, a WhatsApp message or whatever. And, and we'll try and cover whatever's worth covering in whatever detail we can uh, uh, on, a weekly, on a weekly basis from, from next week. With that in mind, guys, anything you want to, you, you want to wrap up with here um, moving forward? Sal, what, 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 any last words for us? No, just, 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 just hope we get some good weather this weekend, um, some good games at the weekend, get the season going. Absolutely. Sahil, any thoughts? No, just can't, after discussion on the last spot, can't wait for my Thai curry at Highgate um, on Saturday. That's all. Oh, you're at Highgate on Saturday, are you? Fantastic. We are, indeed. <laughs> Fantastic. Great stuff. Robert, where do you start out this week? Are you, are you playing? Uh, yeah, now I'm going to be on the hydro slide at, uh, at uh, Cena Parks, actually, this oh, weekend. So yeah, that's where I'll be, I'll be going. Um, yeah, yeah, I wasn't too, too happy about that when I heard it was, we were going to Cena Parks in the first league week, but... Uh, yeah, we'll, um, yeah, such is life. We'll go and enjoy that. Hey, just quickly as well. We, uh, sorry, uh, Dan. Uh, um, just to run th- we've got the Sovereign, um, the Division 3 sides of creating the side in the Sovereign Cup, which is the league um, competition of all the uh, the different leagues in the uh, southeast of England. So can I quickly just name the team there uh, for that competition? Um, I'll just run it through it quickly. I know you... Um, so, yeah, 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 so it, uh, the team is uh, Shawcat oh, Feroz. music here, don't we? Just build it up. But I've got yeah. yeah. Shawcat Feroz from Harrowtown, Gurpreet Dami, Actonians, 
Hanif Alexander from uh, Ealing Trailfinders, Prayesh Mekwana from Headstone Manor, uh, Kalpesh Karai from Kenton, who's the captain, uh, Viraj Patel from Kenton, uh, Dylan Asani from Headstone Manor, Charles Urban from Kenton, Leith Cowie from Chiswick, and Shazad Hussein from Actonians. We're just we're going to leave one spot open for someone who does well on those those first few weeks. So yeah, I just thought I'd just get that one in there. Cheers, Dan. Matt, have you got a date yet? Yes, oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we're, we're taking on the Caribbean Cup Eleven uh, in Catford on uh, Wednesday, the twenty-sixth of May. So, uh, if anyone's in that area, Caribbean Cup, 11. Caribbean Cup Eleven. Yeah, so I think it's a Western Indian competition, Sunday competition that they play, maybe in North London or something somewhere rather. So they they pick a side out of those four or five um, teams. I don't know how sort of strong they're going to be, but I guess we'll find out in um, at the end of May there. But you know, Catford's in South London, not in North London. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yes. Yes. So I, I think the teams play up and around North London, but the game's in Cat, Catford for whatever reason. So there may be a couple of teams down there, but yeah, sense, Catford's, in, Catford's in South London. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for putting that out, Sal. Intriguing stuff. Look, look, look forward to seeing how that one, that one develops. Um, and in, in terms of your playing season, Robbo, you, you, you're going to get a few games in, right? I know you didn't play so much last year, but you're looking for sort of once Centre Parks has been done and dusted. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. Are we, um, are we back into it? Um, yeah, probably uh, rolling around the threes, two threes or fours or something or other, yeah, filling my Saturdays good. in and uh, keeping away from Mike here and places like that. So, yeah, that's what all we're good. Doing. All yep. good. And don't lose your car keys. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so, what are you up to, Saturday? You're going to be um, in the cot somewhere, right? I'm, I'm stuck to umpiring now, so I might be doing a game Saturday. So, oh, fire, yeah. firing some people out who annoy me. No, do you, oh, crikey. Yeah. Do, you, do you know where you're going to be yet or not? I think I'm going to be helping out one of the clubs. Um, North London have got someone from this weekend, so I might be getting the game somewhere else, but I haven't confirmed that yet. But yeah, Super. I'm going to be doing some games North London this season. Goes on. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting. Super. Well, I think I'm likely to be in R3s on Saturday, I think, and that means um, a lovely trek to Southgate. So, I always like playing at Southgate, but it's just such a long way from Twickenham. Oh, but uh, you might as well get out of the way early doors. So, um so that so the North Cirque beckons for the first time this season, which is which is all fine. Um, fellas, it's been a pleasure and a privilege as ever. Um, as I say, I'm looking forward to seeing how the predictions goes and how the cricket um, how the cricket develops, and uh, we'll no doubt catch up in due course. Thanks a lot. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. folks. Podcast Network.